It's TED Talks Daily. I'm your host, Elise Hugh. Joy. As humans, we seek moments of joy, and we want to hold on to it. In her TEDx CMU talk from 2021, community organizer Miracle Jones meditates on what joy means to her and why seeking and holding on to joy is crucial during difficult times and especially vital in the work of anti-racism. Hey, TED Talks Daily listeners. I'm Adam Grant. I host another podcast from the TED Audio Collective. It's called Work Life, and it's about the science of making work not suck. Next time, every ounce of emotion in a negative way you could you could feel. I think I felt it in in that moment. I hit a wall. I just felt like I need to get something off my chest. What we get wrong about mental health at work, and what we can do to start getting it right. Follow Work Life with Adam Grant on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Smile. Don't forget to let daddy see you smile. That's what I would hear for months at the age of four, from the time the sheriff took my dad away until the time the probation officer said it was okay for him to come home on his own. Smile. It's weird to me. We call finding joy so many things these days, resiliency, determination, survival, etc. But at the end of the day, Joy is just a simple moment of gratitude and happiness you allow yourself to have. Joy, it's not this toxic positivity where we force ourselves to ignore the realities of the world and avoid the problems in our life. Joy, it's just a moment of reflection and happiness by which we are able to tell ourselves there is more to this life. There is more to this world than just pain. Joy is how our ancestors survived. Joy is how we know what to fight for. Joy is how we build our community. Joy is how we show love. Joy is why we're still here. You see, there is this indescribable joy that comes from being able to live and thrive despite all of the obstacles and barriers that come with living in anti-blackness. Part of it is a hope that things will soon get better and part of it is a celebration of still being around, still being here. I, I first encountered this when I was four years old. When the sheriff came to take my dad away for the first time, I was so afraid and confused. I, I remember my father telling me <laughs> to smile because everything would be all right. Every time a guard would yell, time's up, he would say, smile because it's going to be all right. It's going to get better. I'll be home soon. It's going to be okay. I remember questioning everything, but believing my father so I would cry because I had to leave him. But I would smile because I knew he was coming home soon. I would take this lesson with me for years to come. Understanding that 
having joy and holding out hope was sometimes the only thing I had to hold on to. So I would hold on to my joy for as long as possible. Even even when I saw my mom struggle to feed and clothe four children on her own. Even when the bank foreclosed on our home. Even when we were a family of six, living at an extended stay for almost half of the year. Even, even when the social worker came for a checkup with a promise to return if we missed any more days of school. Even, even when I got the call, I would never see my father again. Just smile, it will get better smile so when this past year of social unrest took over the nation i was prepared to be filled with dread and exhaustion as i geared up to take to the streets once again from previous work i already knew how lonely and tiring protesting state violence could be and i prepared mentally and physically to take to the streets to fight for yet another black life stolen away. But I wasn't alone. I was joined by so many other black folks. We'd, we'd hoped that despite everything, that something would be different this time around. So we took to the streets with our drums our voices, our bodies, our dances. Yet, some people didn't join us questioning who we were and whether our actions could actually make a change. They looked at us dancing in the middle of the street and chanting, I, I believe, I believe that, I believe that we, I believe that we will. I believe that we will win. I believe that we will win. And they asked us, what will that accomplish? I had to laugh. Again, do you know of the struggle it took just to get here? Do you know of the fear and the pain and the anxiety it took just for black people to leave the house and take up space? not knowing if they would get tear gassed in the middle of the street, arrested, incarcerated, or abandoned. Do, do you understand that sometimes our joy is all that we have to make it through to the next day? That our trauma may radicalize us, but it will not sustain our movements. Joy is so controversial for us because for so long, black and brown people were reduced to tropes on trauma and pain. Our resiliency became the narrative that others created for us. We were, we were told we had to struggle for success, that we had to be twice as good to go half as far, but be grateful to just be in the room 
imagine feeling guilty just because you experience joy in your life. Many, many seem to forget that existing and thriving in a world that was predicated upon your destruction is in itself a reason to celebrate. So we take up space as ours has been stolen and gentrified from us. We, we dance in the middle of the street as we show up for each other and remember our hope for the future. We, we celebrate together because we are a community of people bonded together in joy and pain who refuse, refuse to leave each other. We, we fight together because we have no other choice. My first protest this last summer, I was almost moved to tears when I saw literally hundreds of people coming and taking to the streets shouting Black Lives Matter from the top of their lungs. Seeing communities from all across the Commonwealth coming and agreeing that Black people, Black people were loved and valued, created not only a moment of joy, but of protection. It gave some black folks a moment to let go of a breath they didn't even know they were holding because they were internally waiting to be ignored and devalued once again. The experience in finding support, but most of all, each other gave black people joy in the midst of fighting police and state violence. Do you know how radical and revolutionary joy is as a black person living in America? Do you know how radical and revolutionary joy is as a black woman living in the worst city for black women. <laughs> we not only find joy in hopeless spaces, we hold on to it and we share it with others. We dance in the middle of the street to the drum beats of our ancestors, knowing their courage and faith guide our every steps every single day. We, we find joy when we plan our breastfeeding circles, when we cry on each other's shoulders, when we walk through the doors of a Black-owned business, when we create a cash mob for a Black-owned business, when we create art that is for us and by us, when we host festivals and balls, we we find joy because we know and understand what it takes for black people to be here and understand that their love for the community brought them here despite it all. We, <laughs> we find joy because our existence is resistance and our happiness is revolutionary.
you know, people say we laugh too loudly, we dance too hard, and our claps cause thunder. But me, I say take up all the space you need. Find joy whenever you will. Disrupt all the systems you can. And if you want to, smile. Thank you. TED Talks Daily is hosted by me, Elise Hugh, and produced by TED. Theme music is from Allison Layton Brown, and our mixer is Christopher Fazy Bogan. We record the talks at TED events we host or from TEDx events, which are organized independently by volunteers all over the world. And we'd love to hear from you. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or email us at podcasts at TED.com.